0: In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest albums as decided by Rolling Stone Magazine. The greatest 500 albums. That's two weeks in a row I've screwed this intro up. Uh, This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 128. And from 1975, it's a night at the opera. Now, guys, I actually wrote an album called Night at the Operation. Okay, K N I G H T. It stars the honorable circumcision, and many c- critics are giving a foreskin out of five.
1: Not one that skin. hangs down,
0: though, right? A
1: foreskin out of five.
0: Guy. Now, actually, that reminds me, I actually had just recently had a doctor's visit, and he told me that I had a medical, weird medical thing going on. I had a, I instead of a foreskin, I had a five skin. It, it's so big, I keep my keys in it when I go swimming. All right, listen, we don't have enough time for all these hilarious jokes. Five okay? skin? A Five skin, it's a big four skin. <laughs> hey, where are my AirPods?
2: <laughs> it is. I mean, it would be good to have a place like where do you put your keys when you go swimming? Is it that's it? That's true. That's t- especially yeah. if you get your fob in there from your car. Like, that's like, what I'm on
0: thinking top of the, on top of the back tire, yeah, on the passenger <laughs> okay. side. Okay, now I'm gonna have to beep that out, man. <laughs> no,
2: Leaving that at is the that, beach. Your car is fucked.
0: Uh, I simply put in a thing of French fries uh, on the roof of my car, and that doesn't ever seem to go wrong at the beach. <laughs> All right, let's turn on k Speaking of the car, speaking of the beach, okay, let's head to the beach. Let's let's turn on the tunes, okay? Cool. And here, oh, and actually, speaking of cars, let's turn on some tunes and listen to K-Rob. And you know what, guys? Let's take a drive in my car while we do it. Here we go. I want to do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. Now, I just went to the dealership, and I got to say, I got a brand new car. I love that yeah, now the don't put it in reverse but from now on I love going to Jiffy Lube <laughs> and I got some extra floor mats oh yeah
3: I went to the dealership and they said to me <laughs> we've got a new car I think it's just what you need Hyper? You seem kind of stressed. Chris. It's got the finest latex. This is the newest model to come in. It's like the Hummer, but a new version. <laughs> I get jacked off by my car. <laughs> I love the way the interior feels. It's six strokes, but I can't get that far It makes more than the tire squeal There you go (laughs) Uh,
0: Props Yeah, I don't know if you guys caught the double entendres there, but But So subtle humor Yeah
3: if you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track.
0: Yeah, the one thing the dealer said, he said, don't put that car in reverse. I've got
3: the perfect
0: podcast for you, Jack. It was a joke earlier, but you guys were talking Beck over Beck it. Beck. So. Beck. All right, listen, what's up? This is Beck Did Better. We are talking about Queen, finally. Finally, we've got a Queen album, and it's a night at the opera. It's, uh, it's kind of a fun album. I don't want to spoil my, rank, my rating system, um, but... I've got three guys here who were telling me earlier they liked Adam Lambert more than Freddie Mercury. Guys, that is a hot take. I love it. Uh, Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing?
1: Rob, this episode has just begun, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. I didn't mean to make you guys cry, but if I'm not back again this time next episode, carry on, carry on. Our listeners are, all that really matters (laughs) to...
0: Oh, I thought we were all finishing it. Um... (laughs) I've got Aaron out in Oaktown. Aaron. How are you doing?
2: Ooh, you make me live now, honey. Let's talk about Queen. Ooh.
0: I've got Matt in Minneapolis, and I realized I did this backwards. So actually, it turns out uh, and now I got to reverse this joke here. matt's yes. Matt's wife actually did shit. I screwed this up. Matt's yes. wife actually completed a nine month bodybuilding program. Did you know that, Matt? She actually I heard she did it twice. yeah, she she had two kids. She had two kids bodybuilding program. Oh. Uh, Matt in Minneapolis. <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? Well, this makes even more sense now after that joke, Rob. I want you to please, please spare me my life from this monstrosity oh. of a podcast. Thank you. From this monstrosity. Guys, we've got lots of voicemails. Okay. That's not a big deal. Don't it's worry about that. It's not a problem. It's Plenty actually fine.
1: Like, on a, on a scale of one to zero, how big is the problem, Rob?
0: <laughs> I would say that zero, actually. Zero is a very fitting number for the problem that we have
1: with the number of voicemails. Uh, See, so, man, we were all we were nice to all the listeners, and it worked for about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, the listeners they like being treated like little pigs
0: that they are, those sickos. <laughs> we are doing an air in, air out. I will have put in the theme song. This will all be working just fine. It's time for everybody's favorite game show, air in or air about the crazy things that Aaron say. How he doesn't use the dryer. He don't use his microwave. We want to figure out what this Aaron guy's about. So we're going to play our favorite game, Aaron or Air Out. Oh, yeah. So Aaron, we are going to ask Aaron some questions. And Aaron, please don't answer until we've guessed. Has Aaron done or not done these things? Okay, so let's let's check as our Okay, our bell is working. We will see. Aaron, first thing for Aaron or air air out. Has Aaron ever gotten a speeding ticket? A speeding ticket. Russell, what do you think? Has Aaron, now look at him. What a sweetie. Has he ever gotten a speeding
1: ticket? Man, that's a tough one. I don't think Aaron's Thank a you. reckless driver. I don't think he's probably a guy. I, I, I don't imagine Aaron's ever been going like 90. I think he told us once he got that new car, he's up over like 60-something. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he speeds regularly, but... Given how old he is, there's he's probably gotten a speeding ticket at some point. I'm going to say yes. Okay, Matt, what do you think?
0: Aaron or out? Uh, has Aaron gotten a speeding ticket? I'm guessing that the high-quality driving lessons he got when he was riding around with uh, Eric Collinsworth, mm-hmm. or whoever the dude was, definitely he does never... He, he's, he follows the law. He's never gotten a speeding ticket ever. All right. Uh, I am going to say... You know what, I bet he did get a, a speeding ticket Thinking about Aaron getting a speed ticket actually brings a smile to my face Teenage Aaron getting pulled over, he's got like a trombone in the
1: back seat. You know what he would say to the police officer if they what pulled would he him say? over? What's I'm that? in love with my car <laughs> I would like to be, see
0: Aaron be like, more of a, am I being detained guy You know, put the, put the thing up against the glass that the cop has to read Just guarantee that he's gonna get a ticket Aaron, did you ever get a ticket, a speeding ticket?
2: I think the answer is no. I'm pretty sure I've never received a, wow. s- a speeding ticket. Can I tell you a story about a ticket that I did get, however? Oh, All you right. Can. It's, if it's yes. to a
0: concert, you don't understand what a speed ticket is. This is actually <laughs> I, a different, I if, had, it's to the hit, if it's to the hit 1997 Keanu Reeves movie, that's a different speed ticket.
2: You know, I had a real I had a real tough time with the Minneapolis cops when I lived there. Which mm-hmm. is weird because they've turned out to be a full Like a really upstanding fine. organization Since yeah, I fine. left so they're obviously fine Like mm-hmm. the problem was just with me for sure uh, <laughs> I had some problems with the Minneapolis cops So I got I got a ticket for turning Left on red uh, oh, wow. or, No Not left on a red I was making a left uh, Between 7 and 9 a.m. From you know those lake uh, Like at Lake and Lindale where you couldn't turn left yeah. from Between 7 and 9 I got a yeah. ticket For that
0: Ugh. That's when the orphanage the cop,
1: crosses the street every day that yeah, is the and definition cop, of a chicken shit ticket right there. And the cop
2: did this move where instead of flashing his lights behind me, he he went around in front of me stopped his car and then got out of his car and Ugh. motioned me to, like, it was awful. Right. So, so awful that I forgot to pay the ticket itself. And then... 6 months later I was driving to the Mall of America and I got pulled over because they ran my plates and I had an outstanding ticket. I got an outstanding yes. ticket and they would not let me drive. I had to leave my car at the Mall of America you be and me. take take the light rail and the bus back home. and oh, then no. Go to the court so that I could so no. I don't think I Did ever- you
0: at least get to eat at Ruby Tuesday's? <laughs> Aaron's usually you guys get some Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> he's like, he's like, all I have on this train home are these
1: Hulkios. That's all I have. <laughs> hey, man, the Hooters, the Wings and Hooters are good, right, Rob? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, no, I don't, I don't think I ever got a speeding ticket, but I, my one ticket that but I got turned into a real arrest. fucking fiasco.
0: I think Aaron knew it was bad when the cop came around and he said, she's at my cherry pie, puts a smile on my face, 10 miles wide. And Aaron goes, oh, no, that's a warrant. <laughs> Uh, all right It's a warrant All right So uh, next Oh I forgot I'm doing a game show here Okay so next up Oh don't I have game show music? Oh my god I'm just dropping the ball All over the place I don't <sighs> Maybe should have Planned this out All right Next up Aaron or air out Does Aaron Have a plastic bag Or a bag Full of bags Under his kitchen sink? Okay Is there a bag Full of bags Currently Under Aaron's Kitchen sink? Hey, Russell, what do you think? Does he have a bag of bags under his kitchen sink?
1: I would think that Aaron and his wife use a lot of, uh, didn't we talk about these last time tote bags? Yeah. I feel like there's no way Aaron uses plastic bags or paper bags at a grocery store or at other stores. I think he's got to use burlap sacks, those types of things. But I don't know if he stores them in a bag. I don't think he stores them in a bag. I don't think there's a container underneath the sink that holds bags. I'm going to say no. So I think Russell's confusing Aaron for a mid uh,
0: medieval peasant who's hauling around grain for his surf liege, okay, with burlap sacks. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Does he have a bag of bags under the sink? No way. There's no way that he uses... Plastic bags out there. This is an insane take. You guys are all wrong.
3: Everybody's got bags in bags under their sink. That is something
0: everybody does, okay?
3: It's like the bags are fucking
0: down there. There's more bags every time you open the damn door. They're like gremlins in there. Everybody's got bags of bags, okay? Because what else are you going to store bags in? I mean, it's it's right there. Aaron, do you have bags of bags under the kitchen sink?
2: No. We have bags all over the house. But under the kitchen sink, we have a bag of rags. Uh, that we oh, use for cleaning. a bag of
0: rags.
3: I did not yes. see that coming.
2: <laughs> the bags, we have a drawer that has reusable, uh, the, we have a drawer that has, we do wash and reuse Ziploc bags. we got a drawer yep. full of Ziploc bags. we got compostable bags in this uh, cabinet over here. And then the other bags uh, are up in the pantry above the uh, refrigerator. So no bags yep. under yep. the sink. And do you aw- have any tags on your rags in the bags <laughs> under the sink? <laughs> I don't want to brag. But we do have oh a fair number God.
1: tags. <laughs> hey, Aaron, can I ask a, a, res- a question? And I mean, this respectfully, like, yeah. So it's about the Ziploc point, tags, I know point it is. in your life were you, so maybe Matt and Rob, maybe you guys do this. Maybe I'm the one who's out here, but uh, re- so you wash Ziploc bags and reuse them. I do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> I, one was, I mean, I you. I just could never do that. That couldn't. I, I, could, I couldn't yeah. have that be my life.
2: That one is, uh that one, I, I will give credit to my, my lady on that one. I, that's not oh, one credit. I would have thought of myself. And uh the fun part about he's, that is that. He's good. Mostly where we've acquired are the Ziploc bags. are like, if we go stay at an Airbnb, we'll just grab an extra Ziploc bag or two. And then, and then we just what? reuse them until they fall no. apart. And then you get. You are like stealing a min- Ziploc bags from an Airbnb? No, they're there them. for you to use. Like, what else are you going to do with them? Like, they're there for you yeah, to, to, to use. use. You're yeah. stealing
0: them, dude. This is like going to an all-you-eat buffet and backing <laughs> up a trunk and like, well, you use it, you like, it pack up. a
2: sando for the day, and then you just bring the bag home and you use it until it falls apart. Or and until so you, you like, don't, marinate some chicken thighs. You
0: don't it. steal an extra three and like, take those from the well, Ralph, Airbnb. want to give away all my secrets, please. I hope that none of oh the. Oh my god that's Airbnb hosts. In Tahoe,
3: They have no bags
1: because of you. <laughs> what a dick. They you probably steal plastic bags. They probably also don't have. That's why they have a drought out there, is they're using all their water to clean out plastic bags. By the way, Russell,
0: I want you I want you to take tips from Aaron. To see Aaron is truly, he's a pro married guy. If you noticed, he said that wasn't my idea. I have to give credit to my wife. I wouldn't have come up with that. That is some unbelievable wordplay there to just really just convey his message yet if you read it, it looks great. But his message was clearly conveyed to the rest of us. Great work, Aaron. That was unbelievable. That was I mean, I got to, I got to salute you. You're a general of being married. Nice job. Hey, Rob, we naval
1: salute you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So Aaron, I do. I also have to follow up with the Ziploc bag shit. Okay. Uh, At what point do you throw away a Ziploc bag? It's like, so are you marinating chicken and then cleaning that bag and reusing it? No, no, no,
2: no. So the the Ziploc bag lasts until I use it to marinate chicken or until the zipper no longer closes. They, they, they wear out at a certain point. And then, yeah, you have to get rid of them. As well as, I do want to let you guys know, I, I gifted the most recent tote bag to my lady for her birthday and got re-reviews. So if you're taking notes, fellas, bagu bags for oh, your ladies. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait hold a on. minute. I mean, you gave her the
0: same thing public radio does? What the fuck kind of gift is that? Your marriage sucks. <laughs> you suck <laughs> at marriage. It's a nice
2: bag. I'm telling you. I'm going to bring up. it to Las Vegas if she'll
0: it's let Hall of fame. You guys can see it. Granny Hall of Fame, nice bag. So here's the thing, right? Is you gave your wife a tote bag for a gift and you dare to tell Russell what he should do ever for gifts? You're yeah, you're her like, tote if
2: I told Russell what to do?
1: You guys mocked me because I, I wanted to give like an IOU for concert tickets. <laughs> what have I ever told Russell what to do? You should give your wife the same thing she gave
0: at
2: Trader Joe's. Like, what? I'm not sure you understand the, the quality of this bag. I'm telling you guys I'm going to bring it. You're going to be like, I got to get one of those bags.
0: No, there's a 0% <laughs> chance I say that because we have 1,000 tote bags that we don't use. Was this the only gift you gave your lady for her birthday? No, no, it was not. Okay. Now, what do you think of Russell's tote bag? Russell's holding up a tote bag. Is this the quality that you gave to your wife?
2: Well, I'm not going to say that my... Well, that, that one's a Coles reserve bag. That's a one of a kind. You can't top that. Yeah, it's true. You got but that at the wave sure. swap.
1: Aaron, did it have like a, a Ford trucks logo on it or anything? Was it like a sponsored bag that you gave her? <laughs> no, it was from the wine shop,
2: so it has you know it's it oh, says the punch down cool. natural. So wine. all it does is holds bottles, though, right? This one is not a bottle holding bag. No, they. Oh. I might have to go back because now they've released a a bag with a two bottle oh slot in there. But I, you know, Aaron's right now, looking up from
0: bags there. tote bags monthly. He's looking up. Oh my God, sweetie, the new bags are it.
2: <laughs> Rob, this is only
0: question two of air in or air out. This
2: isn't Aaron's last well, Matt, one. Matt's only Matt's okay. already out of this
0: episode. <laughs> okay. Does Aaron next question? Does Aaron have a case on his cell phone? Does Aaron use a case on his cell phone? Now, Russell, what do you think? What's your first of all, Russell? What's your thought about cases on cell phones? What I define case something that holds it or like just something that encases the cell phone. It's not. He's not raw dogging it with a cell phone. Okay? okay. Yep. He's not raw dogging it. He cannot feel what steve jobs wants him to feel that smooth glass on glass action
1: well i guess i maybe i'm crazier i just thought 99.99 percent of people had a case on their phone i'm gonna assume i'm gonna assume aaron is a yes aaron's an active guy okay. he's probably got his phone on him when he bikes maybe or when he's doing his exercises i bet he, he has to have a case it's, you know what the weird thing is? this case is a, re-use, is a Ziploc bag. Uh,
0: <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Does he have a Ziploc bag? My case does- is actually made out of recycled uh, <laughs> Ziploc bags. No. Matt, was murder the case that he put on his phone? Right. I I went about six months without a without a uh, case it's, on my phone. It's a rush, it, it's isn't it? Sli- it slips all over. It's it's, it's weird. But it's a it's rush, isn't it? Like you feel, It feels yeah, good. Man. It feels right. It's a rush, but you know you're it's being crazy. a bad boy. You can't but do it. as it currently sits today... Rosie definitely has a case on his phone. <sighs> Rob, are you there? You know what? I think a case, I just think that it's it's just a little too fancy for Aaron. I think he does. I think he does secretly want to kind of be that bad boy. He's walking around, no case on his phone. Okay, maybe, he's maybe, got he, a, maybe he's got a tote bag for it. A, yes, a tote bag for his phone. That sounds really, really good. Aaron, do you have a case on your phone?
2: I have used a Ziploc bag from the Tahoe Airbnb as a uh, phone holder while on a stand up paddleboard and I would love to be that bad boy but I have also in my life dropped my phone in the toilet. So I do oh. use a use a case on my phone because I do not want to
1: drop my phone. Was it so, in a, yes, a Was case. it in, was it in that blue water toilet water at <laughs> a porta
2: potty or regular? I don't, I I don't have, want to say. I don't want to say. They may have got to
0: edit it out. <laughs> Can you imagine Elizabeth Holmes is like, oh, I heard they wrote a song about me. Better listen to the episode. Also known as the baby in the in the Porta potty episode.
2: Whoopsies. I'm sure she'd be very surprised to know that that's the kind of thing that ends up on these episodes. I'm sure she had a much higher opinion of all yeah, of us. Wow, that's so weird.
0: Rob well, was in charge of the smart club in college. So that's strange that he took this turn. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm actually president of the Smart Club. Thank you. I was captain of the chivalry team back then. Things have changed. (laughs)
0: Last one. Last one. I should have put this one third. Not as good as the phone one. Did Aaron ever own a drug rug? Did Aaron ever own a drug rug? Now, what's I, a, what's a I'm drug getting rug? some looks yeah. about drug. what a drug rug is, okay? So I'm going oh, to show you. Oh, I know this you. is. Rob has used oh. this
1: term before and every time we've been confused.
0: Is this a drug rug? So as you can see, this is also known as a Baja hoodie. Uh, I'm not going to say that one. Uh, but it is a drug. If you go to Etsy and search drug rug, you will find it. Just think to yourself, that guy in high school who sold drugs, That's this is what he's wearing. <laughs>
3: Does, did Aaron Indoor ever own dreads.
0: a drug hug, drug rug or Baja hoodie? Russ, what do you think?
1: I, I think I know the answer is yes. I feel like Aaron had some sort of similar type hoodie type thing in college that he would have worn. Man, maybe the pet. It's hard to tell. Like, What's the difference between that and a hooded sweatshirt?
0: Uh, no, oh, a drug rug is very like, distinctive. Like I'm gonna still say
1: Aaron. Woven. Aaron has had one. I, I bet. He, I'm gonna say yes. I think he has. All right. I mean, guys,
0: look at all these drug rugs. They got these are great. You guys didn't call them drug rugs, uh, Matt. What do you think? Did Aaron ever own a drug rug? Uh, yes, I think he definitely I think did. He definitely. I think he was. I think this is this was standard operating. I'll tell you. Take just take this jacket right here, Russell. Okay, this one right here. This uh, green and red one. And I want you to slap some purple John Lennon glasses on that person. Now, does that remind you of Aaron? Okay, and the answer is yes. Aaron definitely owned a drug rug. Aaron, did you own a drug rug?
2: Not to my recollection. I've, I've owned. Oh. Multiple, I've owned many pairs of Birkenstocks, but I don't think I ever owned a drug rug. Shoot. I should have now that I look at it.
0: Well, Aaron, have I got a surprise for you? Okay, <laughs> I got you this zip, this brand new Ziploc bag. Yeah, hey, we, it's, a, it's a whole gallon bag, actually. You could put a lot of stuff put in a there. Drug Rob, maybe you could find one of those
1: made out of recycled
0: plastic bags. Easily. I bet you can
1: find one. Easily. Rob, do we have any drug rugs on the the now-taken-down did at Better shop? Do we have <laughs> Becked at Better drug rug or Excuse not? Excuse me. The Beck Did at Better shop is still going, okay? Feel Here free to go is? to the shop. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely. It's still up. It's still selling things. We have sold a total of three. Items and I put it in a robot voice because I'm going to edit it every time we sell one. I'm going to go back and edit this episode and re upload it. So, uh, all the money goes to charity. So, you guys not buying stuff from there, you're actually bad people. That was air in or air out. Now, let's get into rolling going. It's even better than a voicemail. It's, 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 it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for rolling going. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron,
2: rolling going. How's it going with you? Uh, it's going great. Um, we it's been a f- 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 few weeks now, but I really only have one one item tonight that I want to discuss, and that is um, a couple weeks ago we took uh, before we went to the Midwest for Christmas. We took a couple days and went to the mountains, uh, and we did uh, one morning of cross country skiing. I'm not good at cross country skiing, but there's a nice place there that does groomed trails, and it's, it's pretty hard. easy. It's fucking hard. Yeah, like it's really definitely hard realize that I need to be taking lessons if I'm going to try this again. But, mm-hmm. and that's actually what uh, is, is the subject of my rolling going. So we are out there uh beautiful day, sunshine, 40 degrees, the trails are groomed. It's gorgeous. So we got out a little ways and we saw this group of three people uh, out there doing the skate style skiing. So these are people who are yes. like pretty fit doing, re- you know, the real stuff. And mm-hmm. it definitely appeared to me now, I know Matt has, Matt has said in the past, that if he's at a restaurant and he overhears conversation, he cannot tune it out. And I yep. I definitely, I can relate to that. And I also then, if I see people in a situation, I always have to fill in the blanks for myself about like what's really going yes. on in their situation, right? So this group that's out there is a woman, probably our age, a man her age, and then an older guy with them. And it really appeared mm-hmm. to me that both the woman and the older guy super know how to cross country ski. And the younger guy who is a very fit guy, he's wearing like the tights, his legs yeah. look like he's an Adonis, but he is not that great at cross. Better than me, but not that great at cross. Country can skiing. I go ahead, Rob? Can I tell you what you think the situation is? Yeah. What, yeah. What you you think? think
0: that the dad, that's the daughter's dad. And he's yes. out taking the fiance or boyfriend out cross country skiing, which is Russell's absolute nightmare. <laughs> That would be Russell's worst case scenario.
2: You got it, Rob. You absolutely yes. nailed it. it is, That's what I think, too. Yes, it is. Girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend's dad. She says, mm-hmm. just come out. Just my family's got this place in the mountains. We're going to go cross country skiing for the day. My dad will yes. teach you everything you need to know. It's going to be great. Is this a nightmare scenario for anyone else on this phone oh. call tonight? Oh.
1: Horrible.
2: No. Can you imagine anything worse than having to be like, yes, please teach me how to do this? And I'm okay with you being way better at it than me.
0: Humiliating, right? You cannot, you absolutely cannot let your father, you need to avoid that situation at all times. If the girlfriend's dad has you in a dominant position, you're done. Okay, you're done. If anything, when you go in there, you need to give that guy a firm handshake till he drops to his knees yeah. and begs you for mercy. You need to show that you're the dominant one in this whole relationship. Well, well let's. Go. I mean, we should go through this. Yeah, we've got let's, the time. Let's talk it through. What? Because I, cause I remember it's not so much like cross country skiing, but we're you're, everybody's always put in these situations, right? Yeah. Meeting the in laws, meeting the families, yes. or something where you are forced to do something that you absolutely do not want to do. <laughs> the first time I met Sarah, Sarah's dad she said, Well, come on over for dinner. And he made enchiladas, he thought it was safe. I fucking hate enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> You hate them, right? <laughs> but he, made, he thought it would be a nice, safe thing, She's right? Safe, Enchiladas. Right, yeah. And so I had to sit there and essentially choke down a half an enchilada oh, just to not sound like an asshole, right? Kind of a deal. And so everybody goes through those, right? I mean, have you guys had... Rob, did you go through that at all? Or Rosie, did you go through it at all? Russell, you got any good experiences? I'm picturing with this? Matt asking for one and a half enchiladas at the. Uh, I, yeah, the thing. <laughs> one decent One. Beef and a half? one so difficult. Yeah. You should have seen. Yeah. Yeah. You should have seen Denny freak out. I mean, how do you cut one and a half enchiladas, Crapes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Your dad can't cut one and a half enchiladas, and all of a sudden,
2: boom, you're back on top, baby. I've yeah. not had the specific experience that I was watching this young man go through where he's actually like, he's out there on the hill and his prospective father-in-law is trying to give him pointers on how to, he's like saying, oh, you gotta get your hips into it this way or you gotta flex your ankles, but Uh, um, uh. I had the experience where my my father-in-law now was both he farmed and then he was the superintendent of schools so like oh. this guy is really smart and he also knows how to do whatever the fuck. So what like what do I have to tell cut this the, guy cut the, balls the off stuff things. that you don't yep. know how to do? All the stuff I don't know how to do. Aaron, so, welcome yeah.
0: to my house. Thank you for coming over. I hope you had a good ride over here. Now, Aaron, I'd like to ask every one of uh, Aaron's wife at gmails.com boyfriends <laughs> <has questions>. callers. <laughs> uh what is your major in college? Aaron, what is your major in
2: college? <laughs> oh well it's um, music. I'm a bachelor of music. <laughs> Oh, they're paying money these days for this type
1: of job. <laughs> what?
2: You're a BM?
0: <laughs> and you're definitely going to use that in your future, right? You're not going to become middle management or something like no, that, right? Upper, upper middle I, management. Upper I certainly
2: would, management. would never be leading from the middle. <laughs> so anyway, I, I never had that specific experience, but it was a general type of fear for me. So I was really, I, I was really feeling for that guy and I wanted to like reach out and, and try to help him out. But I, you know, the, the moment passed. What's up, man
1: I suppose at, at some point you kind of got to like maybe get behind your date and make some kind of, you know, maybe stare at, stare at how she's looking in like the ski pants and kind of look at the father-in-law and kind of just give him a look. like, No, <laughs> you didn't. Get what I'm, That's
0: a- <laughs> yeah. You would know that night. Cause when your wife is making love to you in her childhood bed, it would be
1: disrespectful. Lee. <laughs>
0: You know what I mean? Like you could tell she's lost respect just how she's having sex with you.
1: Kind of like I think you would need to boss you around. You get back, you, you pull the bat. Matt, wasn't didn't didn't your father-in-law see you getting some water out of a yes. fridge in your it's underwear true. one Sneak morning or something like that? Early or? in the morning.
0: No, that's no, it's uh Sarah tricked me into staying over and said and I said, I just don't want to see your father. I just don't I don't want to I don't want to wake up and see your dad. Yeah. Well he gets up late, he'd be fine, whatever. So I got up at 545 and Yep, sure enough, he's sitting right at the kitchen table and just says, "Hey," and I said, "Hey," I walked right out. Yep. Yeah. Do you have any Gatorade? I'm so thirsty. <laughs> and not that Quick Trip kind. Give me the the, uh, the holiday, holiday kind. Food. I need the holiday kind.
2: It's true. <laughs> Can I borrow some toothpaste?
0: <laughs> I got this in my mouth. <laughs> Aaron, I'm begging you to change. Please, I cannot. Make okay, more of these jokes.
1: rolling going. How's it rolling? Going Matt's, with you, like, Rob? Matt's like, are these reusable Ziploc bags?
0: <laughs> oh, how's it rolling going with Rob? Aaron says, if it's used as a dental dam, out. That's what the marinated meat. He's <laughs> cut Rob it open halfway me to through change and uses and he can't it. Do
1: it. Okay, how's it rolling going with Russell? <laughs> rolling going. Things are going good. I think I told you guys this the other day. I actually. Uh, we talked about this maybe a few months ago. I went to another dinner in the dark the other day. Oh, dinner in the dark. Dinner
2: Jeez. in the dark. You and me. No, stop. Oh,
0: you... I now that one I know. I, I have. I
2: forgot you it <sighs> exists. You have to edit that out. one. I know I have.
0: Oh my god. Call me, baby. And I knew that you'd done this, and I didn't go find it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh my god. Am I going to have to go find that and stick it in? That's what she said.
3: We are both going on a date tonight, just Russell and me. When I ask him where we're going, well, he just smiles and says, you'll see. We are going steady. I look at Yelp to see pictures of food and to get beat back. But all the pictures are the same They're all just squares that are black I order spaghetti ooh Russell and I are eating in the dark Chowing down snack and slices of pork What did I Appear. Russell's chewing is the only thing I hear.
0: I need to go. This is the last time we do something that was planned by Russell, you. act like the in the, the, the dark has played, and I've made it sound good. Sorry, so if this you is,
1: is This is the second time I've been to dinner in the dark. It was at the Commodore again. The Commodore's in St. Paul. It's kind of got this old... Great Gatsby type feel. I don't know, back, you know, when was that? 30s, 40s, somewhere in there, something like that. I don't, yeah. Roaring 20s. Roaring 20s, 20s, but it's got a very cool bar, perfect place to do something like this. And um, I get there this time, and and this time, they're actually doing uh, pairings with the Dinner in the Dark. So they're pairing either a cocktail or a wine. And so I had to see what you guys thought. So there's kind of like six options you could go with. There's a meat dish, fish, Vegetarian, and then you can go a uh, um, wine pairing or a cocktail pairing with each of them. So, if you had the choice, what would you pick for food? And would you take the wine pairing or the cocktail pairing to go with it? Gotta go, got it in the dark,
0: gotta go, can't go fish in the dark. I gotta go meat. I need something that's gonna, and a, and a cocktail. I would be interested to see what they pair. I would go if it wasn't Sam, it, it would depend on the fish to me. If it wasn't
1: salmon. It's just no. too much salmon. You don't know. You have no clue what it is, though. Ooh, <laughs> it's so, so fucking risky, man. You
0: know I, yeah. why would I keep that sound clip of "Eating in the Dark" song? Why
1: would you? There was a zero
0: percent chance it was going to happen for a second time. A, 0% a zero percent chance. Zero. It. Zero. I zero. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um. So I think I I would I would probably go if you if I wanted to be on the safe side, To meat in a cocktail. Aaron,
2: what would you pick? Uh, I'm going to go fish with the wine pairing.
1: So uh, w- w- when I've gone before, I went with a foodie again. And so each time we, we will pick a different food and we figure we can always try to pass back and forth plates in the dark, if you will. Right. So one meat, one fish. We decide we'll each get we'll go one cocktail. And one wine pairing, but then I figure, why can't we just add one more pairing? Yes. Are they going to say no if we just say, "Hey, we want to add another pairing"? You had the sampler platter. No, Mr.
2: Jackson. Then it's yeah. You went the full.
0: This you're doing the trying. It's not a pairing. It's try try three try the trying menu. Try.
1: So what we do is we go meat with the cocktail. Fish with the wine. There we go. And then we add the pairing for the wine, but with the cocktail. So now we've got what? two rounds of cocktails coming the whole time. Yes. And one round of wine coming the whole oh time. Is God. that grip badass or what? That's smart. That's just smart thinking. <laughs> can I guess what the can I guess what the fish and wine pairing was? I could, yeah, I've got the menu right here. Do you guys want me to let you guys know what it was? Of course. I'm gonna go, it was halibut and
2: chablis.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say salmon and a rosé.
2: Ooh, there we go. Yeah, uh, geez, I don't know.
0: Probably I was gonna go some sort of white fish. Like, let's we'll just go halibut and I don't know what 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 pairs a, a cab. I don't know what pairs of that. All right, meat? I'll give you oh, the the man. the
1: appetizer. This is a three course meal for the oh. seafood. It was okay. scallops as your appetizer. Oof. And it Short went with name. the drink, Rob. Maybe you might want to pull up my James Brown music here, and I'll give you guys the ingredients. <laughs> the, the, the scallops were paired with a dry sherry Alorso, rhubarb Amaro, Nice. and lemon rosemary perfume. Ooh. This was a fantastic cocktail. I, I don't know for sure, but I think I may have ordered another one. We may have ordered <laughs> an, an extra round. Oh. <laughs>
0: Russell steps outside. He's like, wow, the outside is black, too. It's like, no, sir, you just had three cocktails <laughs> and then we, in there. For the can, entree I, for I, can I for ask the you seat. this, oh, Russell, real quick? Yeah. real quick? Yeah. Are scallops the scariest thing to eat in the dark? <laughs> that would be terrifying to have the texture of scallops. Scallops touch my lips and then say, oh, I'm going to put this in my mouth Ooh, and chew it.
2: Eyeballs or scallops.
0: Yeah. The, which is the
2: big. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: oysters or clams. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a scary texture, isn't it? Uh, it worked out. It was good.
1: Did you just use your hands this time? I did use my hands again. Oh, my. yes. Love oh, it. Oh, my God. So this, the, second, the second dish was your entree for seafood. It was mackerel. Oh, mackerel. Holy And mackerel. it was actually really, it was like, like a thick piece of fish. It was really yeah, good. It's kind of steaky and that. And, and it, it went Did with they the, the drink. Skin? Did it have the skin on it? It was lightly cured and seared, crushed nice. fried potatoes, horseradish mousse, pickled Ooh. mustard seeds, and dill. That's now, delicious. So no skin. Because that would be terrifying, No, there was, right? uh, there's <laughs> skin on the picture. If you're going to sear it, there's going to be a skin. Gonna, oh yeah, yeah, my a God. God. Down. Russell, has you, has you just ate a bunch
2: it. of fish skin. You didn't even know it, dude. Wait, why wouldn't you eat fish skin? I love eating fish skin. You probably Wait, you're funny. eating fish skin, Aaron? Why the fuck do I eat yes,
0: fish if skin? If it's seared, it's
1: delicious. Yeah. For sure.
0: Matt's yeah, with Rob me. Is. He doesn't eat the fish skin. <laughs> Matt, you
1: and me, baby. <laughs> Five skins. So, so, Rob, this one was paired. This also had an optional cocktail pairing. Mango horseradish infused tequila. What the fuck? There we go. A, with a dill perfume and a salt chili rim. Oh, yeah. That's a drink. Yeah, i will drink that. Mango, what was it, mango? Mango horseradish-infused tequila. Jesus Christ. I don't think I've ever said those two words next to each other in my life. So there was a a, a dessert, too. I don't think we need to go over all the desserts and everything, but um, Mm. the one thing that was different about this time, the last time I went to dinner in the dark, they gave you a blindfold, and it was like a long (laughs) blindfold. That would you see yeah. in like a, a an erotic film or something like that. I was that, just Rob, gonna like say an, an erotic, erotic film. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> One that you would pull around your head yeah. and then you tie off oh, in Russell. the back. Ooh, you got me going. This time we got, we got there, there and there was a going. different type of blindfold. Instead of the tie in the back, oh, it was no. like a sleep mask. <laughs> you know, like the wealthy person <laughs> sleep yeah, mask. Yeah. So, so they had you the wearing like a sleep mask. Sleep mask? Yeah, what the is wealthy. the, what is the
0: cheap sleep mask look like, Russell? Oh, what yeah. is, what I'm just are, saying
1: like, like people who are living paycheck to paycheck are yeah. paying for sleep yeah. masks. You know what you know me, i mean? Times were tough. We
0: were putting Elmer's
1: glue in our eyes when we went to
0: sleep. And that was our sleep mask. Okay. We lived with it. We liked it I that could way. see
1: Rob, you probably wear a sleep mask, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I do. When my wife Matt, is reading Aaron? and I go to bed, sleep No. Mask. No.
2: Yeah. I have. I don't have one right now, but I have one. No. I well, I had, actually I my I had I had a nice sleep pillow that had lavender scent, but that eventually wore out, so <laughs> <laughs> It didn't lavender scent's the worst. The worst. <laughs> I cannot
0: take it. I my, I bought my pillow. It has bad breath scent. It's I so love
2: weird. the stuff Matt hates. I love when Matt's just like, like I just love learning about the stuff Eddie, that Matt Eddie, hates. Yeah.
0: Eddie got some like little stuffed animal once and like it's supposed to heat it up, right? And so it was, oh, you're right. okay. and it's, has a lavender. Yeah, it is just, I don't, whatever it is, it just stinks up the whole house. I can't take it. Ooh, oh. No <laughs> good.
1: I got to ask you so some so before the dinner in the dark we got there and we were sitting we were having a cocktail outside in the light before you have to put on the blindfolds before the the, the dark comes out but so, so you had came.
0: you had a cocktail before and then you were getting the cocktail and wine pairing inside.
1: Rob, we'll just I say like I probably had enough cocktails by the end of the night. We'll just <laughs> put it that way. Enough. Is the, is the right number. Don't count your But cocktails. so we're sitting there, and this lady comes up. She sits at the bar with us, and she starts talking. Ooh, and she, ooh. her husband was there home with go. her kids. She came by herself to a dinner in the dark. And I was like, man, I'm all about, like, I, I don't care if, if I have someone to go with. I'll go do stuff. I'll go to a game. I'll go to a concert. I'll go to a restaurant. That stuff doesn't bother me. But would you ever go to a dinner in the dark by yourself? You made me I mean, I
0: absolutely. guess you might as well. 100% No. No. Yeah. This is the ultimate sign anywhere. of a loser. No offense, Russell. <laughs> oh, geez, Gay, but you cannot rough. be going to... Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> or a swinger. Or the 100% sign of a swinger. If any of you went to a... Well, no, no, you got me thinking, Aaron. Man, that's a good idea, actually. Go to dinner in the dark and... Somebody a who likes putting on blindfolds and yes. you know, experimenting with new things. I don't know. And later that night, their hands taste like scallops. I mean, this is yeah. a dream come true. <laughs> okay this is great uh getting no, hammered off these cocktails i would say if any of you went to a dinner in the dark i would stop stop down the podcast and we would have an intervention we would ask you if you need help we would ask you whatever because that is not matt aaron you think you could do a dinner in the dark by yourself yeah hell yeah that sounds fun I mean, would you do an yeah. escape room by yourself like
2: that's well, a craziest no, that's, idea that's like a good communal thing
0: you just show for the escape room yeah nobody else wanted to come they'd be like
1: that's the saddest story i've ever heard but would you you might say, tell Aaron he's not allowed to have a, a drink at the bar by himself, Rob, then.
0: Oh, no. I think eating no? at a restaurant by yourself is baller. It's that an ultimate move. Marvelous. Okay. Yeah. I used to do it all the time in college, and my wife said she was impressed by it. So, again, low standards, but what can you do? Yeah, <laughs> I, love I love eating by myself. by myself. I love seeing a movie by myself. I'll go see a movie by myself. Yep.
1: But, but Aaron, okay. you wouldn't have a problem with the person, the dinner in the dark. They wouldn't be a loser, as Rob called them. No, because I would think I would probably I don't know,
2: like I'm a sap, I'd probably be like, Oh, they're you know, maybe they're recently widowed or you know oh, God. got something going like you know what I mean? Like I would feel like, Oh, maybe they got something going on in their life and they're doing what my husband get loves out of the house. Right. Eating dinner in the dark. I, w- I certainly wouldn't call them a loser. Russell, can I
0: just say that you, when you sent us a picture, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of you here, but when you sent us a picture of you at Dinner in the Dark, yeah. I laughed so hard and showed that picture to all of my coworkers.
1: <laughs> Why it was so funny about it?
0: Yeah, Rob's calling people losers and you laughing at Russell. I mean, we, you know, we might, speaking of needing a little intervention here, Rob. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I did not. talking to it's just Russell in a restaurant with the, it was the sleep mask that made it so funny. Yes. It was the sleep mask made it hilarious that he was a grown ass man out in public paying to be wearing the sleep mask while eating food. It made me laugh so and hard. To be
1: clear, this is a mask over the eyes. It's not like a CPAC machine or whatever the hell those things are called, right?
0: CPAC, <laughs> give me money to the candidates. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but so at any time you could just move this mask and see your food, right? You could cheat.
1: So, I was going to tell you, the last time I went, I would never cheated. I kept my, my, my mask or my blindfold on the whole time. Yeah. I cheated this time. And can Whoa. I tell you guys why I cheated? I cheated two or three times. So the f- the first reason I had to take off my blindfold is we sometimes when you add an Uh-oh. extra pairing to the menu that you shouldn't have got. There's yep. too many drinks on the table. I'm trying wine glass. <laughs> go w- During course two, wine glass down, wine oh, glass no. down on oh, course no. two, a full one. It was about half full and I don't know how it it didn't get on anyone. It, it all kind of went into the tablecloth. There was no real worries, but (laughs) the wine glass went down. I had to take it off. Right. Blindfold's got to come off at that point. Doesn't it? Yeah.
0: I, they're serving wine in a full stemmed wine glass. That seems like just asking for trouble for me. Dinner in the dark.
1: Dinner in the dark, man. But the other time I took it off was near the end of the night and we had it was the dessert course, and so dessert comes to me. I've got the the meat course, so the dessert that I got with that was a a King Louis. You guys know what a King Louis is? A King Louis. What's a King Louis? It has a bunch of hazelnut in it. Hazelnut crunch, red wine poached pear compote, hazelnut milk, chocolate mousse. It's like Oof. a chocolate chocolate mousse type dessert or something like that. Ooh. And then nice. the other one that we got was um. A honey pecan citrus cake. Yes. No honey cakes. So here's, here's why the blindfold has to come off. So (laughs) I get the cake first and I have a little bite out of it. So our plan when we were there is we each take a little bite of each. We trade other person takes a bite and then we kind of say, Hey, which one do you want to keep? Right? Yeah. And so I take a bite of the cake and I exchange with the foodie I'm with, they send back the other plate with the, with the hazelnut. I start picking around with my fork spoon. There's nothing on this plate, right? Oh, so happened? I'm looking around, then I'm using my hands Put my hands around, nothing on there. This is erotic. What? I, p- I pick up my blindfold, <laughs> the foodie had eaten the entire dessert the and passed me a, a bare plate. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the whole thing. It. And I don't think they knew or were aware that they ate the whole thing because the blindfold was up and it wasn't like a huge. Oh no, they like definitely dessert. didn't. No, definitely they didn't. don't, Say <laughs> they knew. No, definitely Wait, didn't know they ate the whole thing. You got cats in the
2: cradle true. on the soundboard, but not I, <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, Matt, well. would
1: you? But, but if you were running a race, would you high five someone who ate the whole dessert at a dinner in the dark? Absolutely. Or not? I mean, th- to be that inconsiderate at a blindfold, <laughs> absolutely not.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> so do you think they on purpose ate the whole thing and then handed you the plate? I mean, that's balls. Man. I
1: don't think so. I think they didn't realize how small the dessert was and just kind of got caught up in the moment, but I had to take my blindfold up. And then I was like, well, what the fuck happened here? What kind of fuckery
0: is this? By the way, was it now again, I'm picturing this as being very quiet. Was it quiet?
1: You know what? They had music this time and it was okay. actually a little bit louder and it was a little bit harder to hear. So it kind of took away some of your senses. So like when I spilled mm. the wine glass, I don't think anyone knew <laughs> yeah. except for me. And then said, oh, you spilled the wine glass. That's what I would do if it was dinner in the dark. I'd be like, I can't believe you spilled the wine glass. <laughs> All right. So so, anyways, it was really fun. And the the Commodore is actually doing a few more of them over the next few weeks. So if anyone our local listeners want to check it out, I yeah. highly recommend it. We'll have a good time. I promise it. So. Matt. Would you ever do dinner in the dark? Quick, Aaron, Aaron, Matt in or Matt out? Would Aaron ever
0: do? Would Matt ever do a dinner in the dark? I'm gonna say no. Aaron, no, what do you think? No. Russ, what do you think? I don't think so. But I've I think actually the best thought part about of this going back.
1: Matt Already answered, and Rob didn't hear it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so
0: I know I heard it. I'm gonna edit that out.
1: I thought of, I'm thinking about going back and getting the green vegan menu. Oh, you should, right? You haven't done it yet, just to check it out. <laughs> Matt, you don't think so?
0: No, no. <laughs> what would they pair with it? You're gonna go for this experience just
1: to eat some lettuce and
0: kale and well, shoots and stuff I, like that. I can see the
1: menu, but I don't know if I want to ruin it. Should I? I'll tell you. In the, should I see what do you guys think? Would it be worth it to check this okay, out? Okay, let's see. The first course appetizer: roasted pumpkin, sunflower puree, hazelnut, and pepitas. Mm. Okay. Okay. That sounds tasty.
2: All right.
0: So none of those. Those sound like a lot of decorations and not much food to me, actually.
1: That is paired with a charred hickory cinnamon-infused rye boulevardier with cinnamon go. sugar yeah. and bruléed orange. All right. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. The entree is chickpea per- parisi? Parisi? Citrus roasted carrots, curried garbanzo beans, chili tomato jam, and onion powder. Something Mm. called onion powder. Mm. Something called onion powder. For flavor.
0: It's it's onion powder.
1: It's just a thing. And then, Matt, the dessert would be a vegan chocolate cake. Yeah. Which just means black beans or flour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt. I've
0: been to one of these, I've been to one of these dinners before guys. Let me tell you. Yeah. The vegan chocolate cake. It's no. not cake. It's, it's not just just beans. beans. Yeah. Russell, <laughs> I want to point out there that Matt is not doing as well with the language. Okay. His point is getting across to us just like Aaron's <laughs> did, but there is something to be desired for. How I kind of want to
1: see what Matt thinks. So there's, it's vegan chocolate cake with a vegan crunch layer. What would that be, Matt? The mm. vegan crunch oh, layer. I don't know.
0: Like uh, like pits out of
1: a seed, like cherry pits. <laughs> What's Ooh, it's it's so crunchy. there? Almonds or something with honey. <laughs> and on then that. there's another one. Oh, a I vegan, suppose that's a sorry. vegan chocolate ganache. Baba ganoush, vegan <laughs> chocolate ganache. I would, with no milk. Oof, scary. So either way, it was fun. I would urge you guys to check it out sometime. Matt, rolling going. How's it going with can you? Can I just, can I just pause you guys real quick? I just want to point out,
0: I'm keeping this sound clip around. I don't have eating in the dark because I was convinced that would never ever happen again. I still have this list. This one. <laughs> There's a better chance of me making a scary songs list <laughs> and using
3: this. The
1: well, you'll <laughs> do it every I year, right? Right.
0: Than there was Russell this Eating in the Dark. Tonight
3: would be downloaded and then
0: it would be good song though. On Matt Rowland,
1: going. How's it going with you?
0: I'm going to kind of take uh, Rosie's approach here and just maybe tell you a few things I bought this week and what I spent Ooh, my yes. money on, and you know, I just know, was, to see. Love here. it. Um, um, I'm going to just ask real quick. Did you, what did you use to buy this? What do you mean? What, like, did you use a credit card or maybe used an online site that helps people transfer money around? (laughs) Um, this is all,
2: let's just go all credit card on this one.
3: Wondering (laughs) what?
2: Rob was trolling for his Venmo song. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of hits out there. It's good. No um, moving, we went moving. to dinner at
0: Caseta's tonight as yeah. a family. <laughs> you know, it's tradition. We go there Delicious. often. We made the mistake. Uh, there, there was a wild game tonight. We were not going to the wild game. I oh, thought we would get yeah. there early enough uh, by getting there around four thirty. Not early enough uh, oh, with no. the wild crowd. That is a crowd that now, gets out and starts drinking early. Did anyone come in? And, <laughs> did anyone come in and immediately put on a sleep mask because they're confused about what they're doing? <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> did not. Did to not. clarify, I did wear the sleep mask after the dinner, and <sighs> I kept it on my head on the Uber ride home as oh. well.
0: Oh my god!
1: So like I, I. Pro- I, I propped it up like a like TV, like sunglasses. Like you were flying so a biplane like in World yeah, War One. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So they you're like appear.
0: you're like, we're yeah, gonna okay. get those Huns.
2: <laughs> oh no. You what does the wild Huns? crowd drink at Cassettes?
0: Um, I think they just go there for their pizza beforehand and uh, then head over to the McGovern's or some of the other, you know, it's places no like that afterwards. So, so they it. get their base, you yeah, know, before then going smart. in for the seven o'clock game. So yeah, um, I picked up a nice Eddie Bauer jacket at Turnstyle. I think I'm like Rob, where I am obsessed with going to uh, secondhand stores and yep. just finding like awesome deals on stuff. Like I don't, I don't buy a lot of stuff anymore, but when I do, I'm like, oh, God, I just love it. So I bought a nice new Eddie Bauer, kind of a winter puff jacket. It's gotta be easy for you. You're like a normal sized person. Right, like, isn't there just yeah. so much stuff you could buy? I, I'm worried that if I was normal sized and I went to a Goodwill, that I would just buy everything because I have no. This may surprise you. I have uh, very little self control.
2: There's a band out of Baltimore called Turnstile. You can hear them right now. They sound pretty good. They're a nice hardcore band. Oh, cool. Ooh, yeah, bangers,
4: bangers.
0: Um, I got I got one of these new uh, massage guns this week oh, from Sarah no. and the boys. Um, this thing. This thing's pretty sweet, Rob. You got one of these massage guns that just, essentially it's like just a rapid puncher I, into your I into was, your muscles. I I did that very cool thing where I adopted the massage gun technology really early on when they were okay. still loud as shit. So if you're ever using one, <laughs> every it sounds like you you're involved in some sort of solo sax. You're you're in a sax solo for sure. Like it sounds like something is it it sounds like somebody's doing construction on you, and whereas the yeah. new ones are nice and quiet. Can you hear this? Yeah, can you guys hear that at all? Does it have different speeds? Yeah, one, two, and three. Oh, so it's no. I mean it's on right now. So Can you I mean, bring it yeah, through customs in Island, Island, for example? Does it ever oh, go, I go like know. this? <laughs> 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 and then go.
1: That's the part where Rob did this once before we couldn't hear it. Ever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell is he doing?
0: I <laughs> think he's still doing it. I mean, that? really, vibrators that sound like that old car alarm from high school, like nobody's using those settings.
1: What, like, what does what is, what is that car alarm sound like?
0: I mean, that's the same thing with the vibrators. Okay. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but I do everything I can to not have like recurring, uh, like subscriptions or like recurring things that are hit your credit card, you know, every month, but you know, that kind of a thing. But I finally, I finally decided that um, I was going to just going to go for one that I've been eyeing for like 20 years. And this is kind of, this is like high society, I think for me, this is one of one of the things that I've decided. Every time I go get my car wash at Eddie's car wash, it's like 24 bucks. You know, I what? get like the expensive one. But for $19.99 a month, you can get the deluxe, like a basic yeah. deluxe. yeah, The works, and then like the fancy one. I forget what they call it. But and so for $19.99, so I decided to finally pull the trigger and just get the $19.99 a month. Yourself. All you can all you can eat car wash. And I've already gone three times in like four days, and it's the greatest thing was in the a, world. So was
2: that a birthday yeah. present to yourself? Because I should mention that Matt. Yeah, we'll go birthday. Wait, birthday. We'll go
0: birthday present for my. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Happy what it birthday was. Birthday, you, birthday present. Yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah. For Matt's birthday, I went down the text chain and said whether or not I'd have sex with every person on the text chain (laughs) and why or not. And then about halfway in, I realized that me saying I wouldn't have sex with somebody would be construed as me being negative toward them. So I actually felt bad about it. So
1: Yeah, you you did drop about 15 put-downs in about 10 minutes, I would say.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So a why good thing match, why Is
1: match that match what they call them? Why, Matt? They call them put downs? That was a good thing, bit. I don't know.
0: I thought it was yeah. funny. You know, Matt, that <laughs> happened to my dad where he did some legal work for somebody in town who owned a car wash. And my dad okay. decided to get paid in monthly car wash passes. Oh, no. So he would, go to, he would go to the car wash like every two days. He'd be like, hey, you want to go to the car wash? We'd get in the car. We'd yeah. go to the car wash. We're having a great time. And he was like, I, looking back, it was kind of a Tony Soprano type situation where he's like being paid in car yeah. washes. Well, when I had the pizza place way back in the day, there was an SA Super America mm-hmm. that was in the delivery zone. And this, the guy who was like the general manager there, he would say, hey, if I get like a pizza a week, I'll give you the. I'll give you the, uh, the, the number just to punch into the code. So once a week he'd call, I'd bring over like a pepperoni pizza, but I had the code to just get my car washed so right. anytime I was in that area. And it was the great, it's the greatest thing. The and world. he'd be like, this know, pizza simple. is sopping wet. Yeah. Well, okay. have sorry, to but, go through yeah. the car wash <laughs> after you deliver it. I don't know how many times we need to have this conversation. <laughs> Rob rolling going. How's it going with you guys? I need to go into the advice corner.
2: Oh, nice. okay. to the corner. It's time for Russell's at the
0: corner. Oh, yeah. I have hit, by the way, I'm leaving in the delay. I'm not editing it. So it makes it sound like you guys were on time at all. Um, I am at a part of my parenting where I need some advice. I need some parenting advice. I'm not sure how to, what to do with this. I'm yeah, not sure to to if this is place. a.
2: We're super equipped to parent. Yeah. Yeah. We've uh, all got boys and yeah. <laughs> they're all younger
0: than your kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess maybe this is, maybe this is a ghost of Christmas future for you guys. You're going to look into the future okay. and see what happens. What would you do in this situation? Okay. And, yeah. and my kid is now 14. Okay. Four oh, right. years left before she moves out. Uh, She is on, uh, she said, Oh dad, look at this text I got from a friend, right? Look at this text I got. And it was some, I don't remember what it was. It was dumb. But I look at her text chain name, okay? Oh, boy. Her text chain name is MILFs.
2: Capital
1: M, <laughs> capital I, what?
0: capital L, capital F, capital S.
2: What?
1: Okay?
0: And I was like, your chat name is MILFs? And I'm thinking to myself, is she saying dirty stuff just to get a cheap laugh? Because who, ta- who taught her that?
2: Yeah, what if it means something entirely different? And then now, yeah, I, you have to tell her like, oh, well, I thought it meant this. And she's like, no, it means like. Oh, no, she knows exactly
0: what it means. Okay, now I, would, I do remind you, this is the kid I sent to two weeks of middle school with the name Norma Stitz on her Zoom <laughs> because I thought it was a funny gag. Um, but no, she, uh, I said, she knew right away. She's like, well, I didn't name it MILFs. She knew it was not good. And I said that to Jenny. I said, listen, I said, Amelia's on a text chain and it's called MILFs. And Jenny goes, oh. She's not a mom. <laughs> I was like
1: like, from technically incorrect. Yeah.
0: I was like, what is that? Is that slander? Is that slander? Russell?
1: <laughs> that would be slander.
0: Yes. There's a letter where I am. There's a letter I'm much more concerned about than the M in that <laughs> sense.
2: It's unbelievable. That, so. I, mean, I think it's like kids like to do, you know, funny, ironic stuff. I, I think it's not the worst thing. A kid so
0: if do. he comes, so if Wallace comes home and he's in a group of friends called milfs on his group chat, you think that's fine?
2: I'm not saying it's fine. I'm mean, going to ask him what the deal is, but then, you know, it's like, she let you see it. So like, like whatever she's not showing you is way worse than that. I can yeah, promise no you that. No kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: and, and do they come up with, do they You're come up fucked. with something uh, other than, you know, what MILFs, what we think MILFs is. I mean, do they have, do they no. come up with a funny acronym and then just be like, Oh, ho, ho it's MILFs. It's just like that. Right. Like, did you ask her, did the, Man, I love feet. I just came up with that yeah. just now. It's like Maltese
2: infrared laser friends, friends or something. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, society. It's, 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 it's society. It's, it's, yes. she, I think here's a problem. I think you guys think I talk like I do on the podcast, like around my house all the time. So you think my kids hearing about like, like all the stuff I talk about here, like the color of my balls, the heat of my penis, the general look of my balls, <laughs> okay, the five skin is, you know, I think you guys think I talk like that all the time. Now, did I have to record a song today next to my kids' rooms about my car jacking me off? Yes. Okay. And did I do that verse once and then not re-record it? Yes, because I couldn't yell it again. Okay. But my kid is not hearing the word MILFs around
2: my house all the time. It's weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> Seriously? You don't know, ever say to Jenny, like, you ever hear you MILFs. Let's do our Bull. weekly thing. Eric. Eric. <laughs> Herod, that's my Herod. MILF you're talking about.
0: <laughs> okay, let's guys. No, God, that was rolling up. Sorry, I hit the button. We gotta do it again. It's, it's time to see what everybody's up to. Now, where you're is it easy roll. in the dark? Roll. All right, let's
1: roll. talk about the album. We're gonna Rob's up, go. Rob's up, go. up at 226 <laughs> Eastern time, recording the MILFS episode. Oh, yeah.
0: That's gonna be about 326. What, what you don't know. see for 14 year olds has got to be way worse and some uh thing called Milfs. I think your I think Milfs is the least of your worries, my friend. <laughs> you know what? When I think of Okay, so I was 14 in 1994. Okay? Yep. So let's look up top music songs. Music let's look up top songs of 1994 and see I will tell you right in now.
1: Was I jacking off in 1994? Do you
2: mind let's check. Stroke you up? Okay. Do you mind if I'm uh, down? Th-
1: this is like the competitiveness in Rob, where he needs to like out dirty his, his teenage daughter right now. He's like, mm. Well, i He's mean, using milfs I need to, I need to topper. What what are we doing got, here? You got Bump and Grind on there by Ace of Adams. Base. I don't
0: see nothing wrong. Um, right. Guys, I don't think I jacked off with to any of these bump videos. And grind. I'm just looking. I, the sign by Ace of Base. What, what about Mariah Carey? What hero? about What a Man
2: by Salt and Pepper with Invoke? Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's watch this hero Mariah Carey video. And see if I jacked off of this Was I, I Would I be in a group no. chat Called MILFs in 1994 Oh yes no. I think you oh, need to hit point Uh oh Is this the one on the black dress
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah and It's the black dress comes oh. I still think What a man Is going to be a sexier video
1: Was that Was that on there Yes Rob, is there anything great. about this where she's performing in front of like a live studio audience that that hinders your <laughs> your, your, <laughs> your method? Listen, you just have to you have to picture the audience as
0: naked. Here I go. Okay. Here I go. I okay. Go I can, definitive, I can definitively coming. answer this yes. question. <laughs> I've I mean seen, in Vogue and Soltep in the same this video. Is, this is an unbelievably <laughs> sexy video. We should just watch this whole stuff. This is I mean brilliant. I mean, and you know what? It was the bodysuits. I would I remember there was a woman in there was a woman that was in my school who wore bodysuits and it was so hot. But she also beat up a number of boys in the school. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were gonna look at Sidney Romero, you had to like kind of peek, and she had she was respect to she looked like one of salt and Pepper. And she wore bodysuits in like math class. And then she caught a kid looking at her once and stabbed him in the hand with a pencil, so it was like the most dangerous game. God damn this video. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I would have been in a Mills group chat in nineteen ninety four
1: easily. So would your would your would your uh, nickname have been Spinderella?
0: Oh, that's one.
1: No, wait, Spinderella.
0: Oh no, not She's Spinderella. The DJ. I'm thinking of the one in Creep that's wearing the gray pajamas. You guys know what I'm talking about, okay? Yeah, you're talking about. You maybe take a look. Left <laughs> but I mean, you better just. Yeah. You, <laughs> guys, all my, all my MTV Jackers out there. You guys okay. know what I'm talking about. Let's see. <laughs> Play the outro.
2: Uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> what, what song are we talking
0: about Oh, creep.
2: Video. <laughs> creep by TLC with the silky days. Oh no, back. it's Radiohead. <laughs> Yes. Here we go. No. What?
0: No. I'm having all sorts of feelings.
1: I'm a creep. I feel like a weirdo. Um, yeah, so who is all this? in videos? the gray. it's like it's like a fuck fest, but like an underwear party. Oh, see who is that?
2: <laughs> yeah. This,
1: <laughs> this also that gave this
2: video
0: gave me weird feelings about trumpets. By the way, <laughs> not since cantaloupe
1: whenever you hear that uh, song trophies at the like NBA and uh, the NBA championship, you have to leave the room Rob because yes. this is a this is a this is a big time one too because this is one where you really had to
0: time it. I mean nice. <laughs> smoke it. Look at that. Unbelievable. <laughs> By the way, I do want to point out once again, Aaron was doing the creep dance dance. Also, I, do uh, I have, to, have
2: to point out that that was Chili who was married to Usher Raymond. <sighs>
0: <sighs> that guy's got it going on. <laughs> Okay, what year was this video? Okay, 1994, so that answers that question for a second (laughs) time. Once again,
1: (laughs) ask and answer.
0: I'm not going to look up Love Shack. (laughs) I'm not going to look up Love Shack. We've all talked about the Love Shack story. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Makes watching RuPaul's Drag Race a weird one. I'll tell you that. Uh, listen, let's get into Night at the Opera, okay?
2: Oh, so okay. Let's talk about a Night at the
0: Opera, Aaron. None of this sicko talk anymore, okay? <laughs> so Queen had done. Queen did their first two albums, Queen One and Queen Two. Okay, now their third album was named Sheer Heart Attack, and it had Killer Queen on it. All of a sudden, they're huge. It's the number two hit in the UK. It went gold in the US. Queen is starting to to kind of get bigger and bigger. They had zero dollars and zero cents. They made no money off those first three albums because they were stuck in absolutely the worst possible contract. So Queen made no money. They got denied. Uh, they, they, they were mad. They, they left. They found a new manager who said, listen, don't worry about this lawsuit stuff. Don't worry about anything else. I am going to go and figure out all this stuff for you. You just go and make the best album you possibly can and take your time. And so all of a sudden they go out and they do the single most expensive album at the time ever made And all of a sudden it's this huge album. It's recorded at like seven different studios and they come up with this prog rock, this kind of progressive rock type album where it's all these different musical styles at one time. But one thing that's the same is you can tell this is a group that has total control over what they want and a vision of like, Hey, if we want to do silly stuff, we're going to put on the album. If we want to do a 10 minute fantasy ballad, we're going to put on the album. Like this is going to be, are what we want and that's why it's Queen's number 1 album on the list so far. It's like their total artistic vision. Uh and it is like a it's it's one of these albums where it's rock and roll yet there's never a song that's just verse chorus verse chorus ever, which is I mean it's it's crazy. So let's um let's listen to Night at the Opera. By the way, Brian May, the guitar player, has the most unbelievable guitar tone. He's one of my guitar tone guys. I love it.
2: This is death on two legs. Is this before or after Yellowbrick Road? It's so similar to Love Lies Bleeding as an opener, right? This is after, right? Because that was '69, okay. right? This is '75. Nice. Um, Yellowbrick Road was in the '70s, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. It just feels like you know. I feel like I feel like Paul McCartney somehow looms large as an influence over this album, but it also just feels like. The Road was Helton 73, John. so it's not that far. It. It's yeah, it feels like these guys are all in conversation with each other. And, and I mean, you can tell this album is
0: inspired by like Sgt. Pepper, My Life ending, right? Like these big kind of
1: sweeping ballads. God, listen to that got, got, hey, It does rock re- fucking hard. It's the return of laser beams there. We got laser Ooh, beams on got, this we got one. We some laser beams.
0: All right. Lazing on a Sunday. So you go from that song, right, which is fucking blasting your mind off. Brian May has this amazing homemade guitar that he and his dad built. And now you go lazing on a Sunday afternoon. Jeez, Rob's dad was just building disco balls with them. Brian May's dad was building guitars. I don't like the way this conversation is going. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is going on here, guys? Yeah, this this is Paul
2: McCartney. I'm telling you, like it's the Beatles.
1: You're totally right. But isn't isn't the deal with this album like all four of them are writing and contributing songs to? So it's just it doesn't feel like we've listened to a lot of like concept albums the last few times where it's like clearly they're all kind of conveying the same thing. And this is just all over the place. It's everywhere.
0: Yeah, this thing is so wild. It's fun though I mean Would you rather do this Or Ray Charles Where it's the same song Over and over Or Man, even this is way more fun Yeah I mean even dare I say uh, Who's the one we did Two albums ago My life Mary J. Blige I, I mean I kind of like this Where it's taking These huge wild swings This is more of a BC Boys Paul Boutique Where you got a Bluegrass right in the middle of it I'm in love with my car This was written by the drummer And sung by Roger Taylor The drummer
2: Yeah who's Who's singing this Rob I didn't I didn't know
0: Roger Taylor The drummer
2: He sounds great, right? Yeah. I mean, I know Freddie Mercury is one of the great voices ever, but this guy sounds great. This is a fantastic
0: song, isn't it? Yes. So this was the B-side of the single for Bohemian Rhapsody. So Taylor made a shit ton of money off of it because... When they were trying to figure out what to put on the B side of the single, Taylor locked himself in a cupboard and wouldn't come out until they agreed to put the song on. It comes out, Bohemian Rhapsody is a massive single. Taylor makes a shit ton of money because he sold the other half of the single. He sold as many copies as Bohemian Rhapsody. Good for him. And it eventually it became such a big deal in the band. It was part of the reason why they had a bunch of friction later. So all you got to do is just lock yourself in a closet until Listen, you get your way. Is that what we learned from this? Did I ever tell you I had a friend who... He, he, he was like, oh, I do this funny joke where I sit in my closet in college and I film my roommate. What? <laughs> and I just sit there and I film him. He's... And I always thought to myself, like, that would be terrifying. That would be... Because yeah. Yeah, sure enough, good idea. the roommate started unbuttoning his pants and he had to, like, come out of the closet. Like, that would be such... That would be such a buzzkill. It's like almost hearing like the creaky stare, you know, when you're watching Creep. It's like, ooh. <laughs> Got to get a pillow over here. All right. You're my best friend. This is the second... This is written by the bass player, John Deacon. This to me is
2: just like the classic Queen sound. This is like... The harmonies, the synths, and then Freddie just doing stuff that only Freddie can do. I
0: mean, there's a ton of vocal harmonies on this with Freddie harmonizing on himself, but Brian May and guitar, it was really common for him to harmonize his own guitar and multi-layer it, which is why his guitar tone is so
1: unique. I read that uh, Mercury was playing the, or whoever's playing the piano is uh, playing a Wurlitzer, but when they heard it, they didn't like it. So they kind of overdubbed it with the bass is my understanding. I thought that was pretty cool.
2: I think you're right, Russell. It is kind of, it's like, it's living in the the post-Sgt. Pepper's world where so much music was made in the studio where, or, or in, you know, after the fact, it, like they're not recording. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely recording things live, but all of a sudden the studio becomes its own instrument. It's true. Yeah. Uh this is
0: 39. It's kind of a sci-fi sea shanty.
2: This is cool as shit.
0: Like this and is really I didn't I didn't know this song. And this became a, a big sing-along song for them in
1: concert. It's really catchy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who's singing on this one? Is this for oh, this is Brian idea. May. Yeah, this okay. is a guitar player. This also, May sings great. backing vocals from Mercury and Taylor. Okay. And they actually, Deacon, the bass player, also played the double bass on this. I read that they asked him, hey, you should play the double bass as like a joke. And then like three, four days later, he showed up with one and was learning to play it. So good. It's a great song. I don't yeah. I don't know if these guys, like I don't I remember watching the movie or whatever. I don't know if these guys got along through the creative process, but this just seems really fun, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Yes. It really does. It seems like they're having a blast on this album.
2: Taking some risks and trying stuff.
0: Yeah sweet lady this is by may this is in three four he's like i want to rock write a rock ballad in three four times
1: now you got like this fast rock song this is just this is fantastic this you know we've talked before like hey if i had one of these songs on my playlist i'd be happy this is its own playlist yeah Yes. Yeah. true yeah. right Matt, what do you think of Queen? Are you a fan? Yeah,
0: you know, I like that last song, that's sweetly. That's the stuff I don't like of theirs. It sounds mm-hmm. too much like, I don't know, you know, just kind of like every other band. I'm thinking of like Boston. Or, it does sound uh, like
2: Boston, yes. That's a you great know, Who's
0: I love that. You know, who's the band that wears Ooh. all the makeup with Gene Simmons? Kiss. Kiss, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's got some sound like, and it's just like, uh, you know, but... I think it gets lumped into that too much, but obviously the cool, crazy, uh off the wall eclectic music is just unbelievable and to have Freddie Mercury's voice with it is uh it's it's a great album. Well, you can tell they're not just talented. They're like musically, yeah, gifted. Like they understand what's going on. And then that's how you can get a song like this that I love this song, Seaside Rendezvous. Seaside
3: Rendezvous. Uh.
2: I
1: like this. This was so bizarre. Yeah. The first time I listened, I was like, this is so horrible. And then about a minute later, I was like, this might be my favorite yeah. song on the album.
2: It's so
0: yeah. fun. Yeah. I mean, you picture Russell. He's like walking down the street listening to this. He's got a hat with a big bow on it. And he's eating a big lollipop. He's like.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are, are these then, like isn't this the part where they're. They're, they're making all the instrument sounds with their voices, right? Like it's yep. a kazoo, it's a trumpet, yes. trombone. That's amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're obviously going for a pastiche, but it's like, it's it's so interesting. Uh, this is... Hey, one could, Rob, could you jump to the beginning of that one quick? The Seaside Rendezvous? I love that piano. And we've kind of heard that sometimes before. That's called a Django honky-tonk piano or a tack piano. It's where they put the tacks on the hammers of the piano and oh, it creates that I that like kind it. of different, oh, cool. that honky-tonk like sound, it. if you will, right? Um, and we've heard this on a number of, of albums before, but before we get into those, I thought we could do a list. Yes. To celebrate the greatest songs with the Django piano or jeez, a tack jeez, piano.
0: Jeez, oh, that's, that's fun. Oh man, this is gonna be a great list, I can already tell. To think that Russell is going to do a list on Seaside Rendezvous makes me so happy. So we've covered it, you we've could, covered this album. I did a parody song on I Love My Car. Russell's doing a list on Seaside Rendezvous. Brilliant.
1: You could have picked about a dozen things from that Seaside Rendezvous to, to do a list on. but So we've heard of this before. I think the, the Rolling Stones used it on Wild Horses. The Beach Boys have used it before. Fleetwood uh-huh. Mac. Um, Aaron's son I don't know if it was on the album we listened to but Elvis Costello used a lot of tack piano oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Neil Young's used it one of Matt's favorites but uh, the first one we're going to start with on the list is we've t- talked about this once before and it was from 68 the Beatles who were definitely an influence on Queen um, remember the end of Rocky Raccoon let's yep. so yeah. check this part out <laughs> <laughs> yes isn't that awesome little honky tonk piano sounds there. Great. Oh, I love it
0: we should always be listening to this pin piano, Russell. Now I
1: know what to search for when I want to get in a good mood. It's fantastic. I actually read—is uh, it Brian Mann from Queen? Yep. He was in. He was talking about how uh, the Beatles had influenced them so much, and he actually said that the White Album was the album that really helped Queen find their musical direction. So that I find it hard sense. to believe that yeah. that tack piano in Rocky Raccoon didn't influence them to some extent. The only problem listening
0: to that piano, right, is if you're listening to this piano and you're in a bar and all of a sudden it would just stop playing, you'd know somebody just walked in who was bad news, okay? Like a, like a, <laughs> like the villain of the movie. Well, nowadays it's if the record scratches, right? That's
1: true. oh <laughs> You know. <laughs> <laughs> next song on the list is from a few years later this is 1973 from paul simon the album the song is kodachrome oh oh this is a all right piano it's in there i hear it no oh, it's it's a good fun
2: it's got a big kind of here back right there. there yeah yep yeah. oh that's
3: nice Mama don't take my phone.
1: Man, this was uh, recorded in Muscle Shoals ri- with the rhythm section oh, down there. I thought that was interesting. Nice. The Swamp
2: guys.
0: Um, the can you imagine a guy who should be around the Swamp guys less than Paul?
2: <laughs> <laughs> than
0: Paul Simon? Like you know, those guys like we stuffed him in a bag and put him out on a, on a fan boat somewhere. <laughs> like you fucking nerd, get out of here! Like the only guy more the only guy that makes Paul Simon look cool is uh, Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, next song that on the list this bit, was guys. also also in 1973 so what wasn't when Write was this it clean down, album 75
0: put it in your book uh,
1: yeah yeah so this is again another one right before this album it's faces ooh la la yeah oh so good i love
0: the faces
2: i can remember trying to sing this in rob's apartment rob did you have a karaoke video oh. game uh,
0: no, we were recording this with my band that I was in. Okay.
2: You, uh, it's hard shit to sing.
0: Now, you might wonder, Rob, have you ever played this song in a bar in northern Minnesota on guitar while the bar listened to you? And the answer is yes. You for real? Oh, absolutely. That was one Who's of my Who's the lead singer of that band? Rod Stewart. You know? That's, okay, that's what, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's so Rod good. Stewart
1: is the lead singer, but also Ronnie Wood, I believe, wrote mm-hmm. the song and also sings oh, lead really? vocals on a lot of the songs. Okay. Um, he was a member of the Rolling Stones, right, Matt? He was with Faces he here. Yeah. Yeah, he was also is. a member of the Jeff Beck group. We talked about Jeff Beck last week. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. But I thought the real interesting thing was this guy, Ronnie Wood, he went to college at Ealing Art College in London, the same place where Freddie Mercury went to college in the Whoa. 60s. Oh, wow. Be
0: so you, cool. could be in huh? a, you could be in a class with Freddie Mercury and Ron Wood. That fucking rule. That's I'm stuck plan. with you guys. I'm doing a podcast with you guys. I gotta be with them.
1: Fuck. All right, next song on the list. This is a guy who played with the Beatles. We've talked about him before. Fifth he's fifth one of Beatle. Aaron's favorites. This is Billy Preston. Stones. Nothing Stone for the nothing. Fifth Beatle. <laughs> this is a great song. Yes. Listen to that. J- that piano is that badass. Yes. I mean, he's one of the greats.
0: I love this song.
3: Nothing, nothing, nothing is nothing. Is nothing.
0: This yeah, is Russell yeah. after that dessert at the dark. The Dark Restaurant.
3: from
4: nothing. You gotta have something.
0: Great song. The soundtrack to Russell's chocolate boost.
1: All right, the last song on the list. So there's there's I was reading about these these pianos, and so sometimes it's a tack piano. And those are designed to actually sung like honky tonk pianos, but my understanding is a honky tonk piano is a little bit different where they detune. The strings or something like that. They're messing with the strings. They're not putting tax on them, but it's a similar sound. So the last song on the list, we got to go with our own former, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. This is the Honky Tonk the Man Honky Talk theme Man. song. <laughs>
3: Do
1: you hear that?
0: Hear that piano in the back there? Got it. The Honky Tonk Man song was deleted from my list. <laughs> with- back.
2: Brought it back.
0: Along with Eating
1: in the Dark i I'm, your dog, your dog, I'm, cool, I'm, I'm cocky. cocky. I'm bad. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. So, a lot of great songs that just kind of show the awesome, the awesomeness that uh, that Queen's using with some of the instruments there. The greatest thumb tack piano songs ever. Was another,
2: back, did it better list
1: Russell, Russell, that's the second best tack
0: piano list, list I've ever heard. List. That's incredible. Those are They're good songs. Yeah, I love them. Really those. good. That's yeah, fantastic. the tack piano is fun.
1: They're actually, Aaron, there was one by The Funkadelic. I believe it's shoot. I forgot the name of it. Dollar something dollar. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> we we can. Just it's from out, America. eats. It's young. Yeah, but I can't remember the name of the song
1: now. <laughs> Funky. It's called Funky That's Dollar good. Bill. So good. From Aaron. America Eats Its Young. That's it's the name Aaron's of the. So young. Good that Aaron pulls Funky that. Dollar Bill has a tack piano. I could be wrong,
0: dollar right? Dollar Bill from America <laughs> Eats Its Young. That's
2: good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aaron just knows that off the top of his head. Yeah. That's the best. Uh, yeah, I'm getting an email from them
1: every month. <laughs> I almost played it and was gonna say earlier. Well, we're gonna play this song because we're probably gonna skip this album on Aaron oh. in a few weeks when we get to his band. Oh, oh my god, no. that'd be Hell so no. funny! You're <laughs> <laughs> not skipping Megan, Brain, you yeah. assholes. That's got, yeah, I that's gonna be you. another, One, another YouTube up. special
0: for you, Russell. It's up.
1: So next week, my understanding is we're gonna try to be recording a live episode from Vegas with the with oh us my together. my god! Lightning flashes, new mother cries.
0: I can't believe we're doing the live album finally. I love. Maybe <laughs> <movie>, what <laughs> we
1: should do is just why do we just skip the live album? Let Aaron go solo for like a ninety minute on funky. <laughs> Oh, a,
0: a solo Aaron episode would be gold. I wouldn't
1: even edit it. I'd just put it out.
0: Just hear this guy go. Oh my God. Oh, it was Funky Dollar Bill. Oh yeah, everybody knows that song. We have the longest Queen song. We have the longest song on this album. And you might be saying, wait, isn't Bohemian Rhapsody on it? Yep. It's, you know, eat shit, Bohemian Rhapsody. This song is longer yours. The Prophet's song. Now this is a, cl- a, a genre of rock that I love, which is progressive rock that's mystic. So it is about
1: hobgoblins and whatnot, Russell. I love it. A Zeppelin influence. This this song was an absolute crusher too. (laughs) It's it's so good. Yeah. It's it's a lot
0: like Flash. The theme for Flash Gordon. Oh right. A banger of a
1: song. It's crazy. They've got these eight and six minute songs. The album's only forty three minutes though.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant.
2: Should
1: should be the only
0: kind of album. Thank you, Vinyl. Now, Aaron, would I say this is right if I said that the middle part of this song has a canon with just Freddie Mercury's
1: voice? What's a canon? Sounds like a round to me. Sounds like a round, yeah. canon is a round, right?
0: Oh, Aaron,
3: are you a bachelor's of music or am I? Okay, am I actually the smart guy? And this is why I was president of the
1: Smart Guy Club. I I think you're a smart guy. That's what Aaron's father-in-law said when he told him he went to music. He's like, so tell me about these cannons." He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I
0: will not talk about my wife that (laughs) way, sir. I was just going to make that same same exact (laughs) joke. (laughs) But listen to
1: this. This this
0: album is out of this world. I mean, the fact that I want to listen to this, anybody else doing this, I'd be like, absolutely not. This is weird. So I have a real question
1: for you guys, though, here. So... I'm the really enjoying this. Face. I think you guys are too. How, do, why did the critics not like this? Why is this not way higher on the list? What What am I missing here? I, I,
0: I think it might be your thing, Russell, with, with not that many hits on it, right? There's just better, there's, it, it, it's kind of like what Matt was saying about splitting the vote. There's so many good queen songs, but they're all on these different albums that I think it's tough to pick a,
2: a higher. don't, and I think people don't love that they're so, flashy in a way. I think yeah. people, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do stuff to kind of show off and people kind of like pompous. Some critics, yeah, yeah critics maybe don't get it. I don't that.
0: think they're clearly defined either. Like, they're not a rock and roll band yeah. they didn't, yeah. you know, they're not a, city you know, all of this stuff, right, where you've got Led Zeppelin as a rock and roll band. Yeah. It's got some, you know, things like that. And so, I well, don't know. But they're that, more rock and roll than like a true progressive rock band like like Pink Floyd, right? Like, they're they're harder than them, but it's it is tough to classify them. Yeah, Love of My Life
1: Thanks Rob love of my
2: life. <laughs> This now, is
1: where I spent quite a bit of time Looking for Debbie Beck You guys hear that harp at the beginning? You oh you mean
0: we just heard it Well Beautiful. you know what we should do Let's go back in time and listen to this song again love of my <laughs> 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 I had a whole bit planned out But uh, I forgot what it was <laughs> His voice, God dang, guys! I'm going to have a pretty controversial take.
1: Freddie Mercury is a good singer.
2: He turns out to be a pretty good rock and roll singer, right?
1: Yeah. He's believe so Aaron put personal. him. Aaron, believe Aaron put him on the the Mount Rushmore last week when he trashed Ray Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: kidding. Aaron didn't trash Ray I, Charles. I don't think I trashed Ray Charles. It's slander, I'm Russell.
0: That's slander. Not spokenly. Oh. Good company. This is May again singing. Now This song is insane <laughs> we
1: got a ukulele now yeah. Look at this album <laughs> so wild
0: What more so, do people want? Now, now listen Brian May said that He came out You know the last song we heard They had voices Playing all the instruments On this song Brian May said I wanted to make a jazz song But all the instruments Are my guitar So listen to this It's all guitars Wait.
2: But except oh, wow. from, There's drums in there
0: yeah. Well, yeah, the drums. Yes, the drums. But well, right like there. what's supposed to be like the trumpet yeah. or, you know, trombone is, is yeah, guitar. Yeah, cool. Super cool. I don't know if it's super cool. Like, I don't know if like, if my kid's roommate was playing this in college, that song when I walked in for the first time, I'd be like, it kind of sounds like a They Might Be Giants song. Well, not come on. That's hurtful. <laughs> you know that. Uh, next up, Bohemian, a little song you may have heard it. Okay. Bohemian hey, Rhapsody. Rob. It was on a lot between uh, Party party. on, Rob Party on, Rob Party on, Russ (laughs) This This, They had a 24 track recorder, I believe This one used 180 overdubs This song They say the tape was running so thin They were afraid it was going to break and basically, they gave it to this DJ, Kenny Everett, who was an advisor of theirs. And they said, you, well, to give you this song, but you can't play it, which seems like an insane thing. This seems like it might be a fake story. But he played it 14 times over a single weekend. And at the time, the record company was demanding a radio edit of this. And he played it. And people kept saying, when is this going to be released? When is this going to be released? We love it. And so it came out as a single, as a, like a seven and a half minute single. It was number one in the UK for nine weeks. Crazy, And then they were supposed to be on Top of the Pops, but they couldn't because they their tour. So they're like, we're going to make a video and send it to you. Okay. So they made the Bohemian Rhapsody video, which of course has them all singing and like the mirror effects. That yeah. was seven years before MTV. Queen was one of oh. the first bands to do a music video.
2: It is wild that there's a music video for, did you guys know this song before Wayne's World? Did Absolutely not. No. I don't no, think no. so, but I I mean, we, we,
1: how old were we when Wayne's World came out? It was ten like 94, or 92. Yeah, yeah, 94, yeah. 92. Yeah
0: yeah a two years before creep. Okay, I don't so know how 12. worldly my worldly
1: <laughs> my music knowledge was at the age of twelve to know whether I would have known this or not, but, but this I mean, this came could, out right when I got into music if so, if someone argues this is like a top ten song ever, it's a legit argument, right? Yeah. It's a banger. It got all the way up to uh, four
0: after Wayne's world. Yeah, because Freddie Mercury died three months after *Wayne's World* came out, and so it was kind of a, it's kind of weird how it came out in the same timeline. Like he that, did but. get to see *Wayne's World* too. Because that's what's Shit. weird to me is I
2: remember watching, I remember watching him at the Live Aid concert, and I remember Queen as a band. I did not know this song, but maybe you know, memory is funny, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. That means he did get to see a, C- a Tia Carrera or whatever with the Alice and Chains with the Rawr. snake in the movie, right? <laughs> oh. Showing the shitty Beatles. Hey, you guys know uh, no, one, thing, one thing I've been into recently. I actually sent you guys a text over this a few weeks ago. Um, I have a new favorite band. Yeah. And it's Dr. Teeth and the Electric. Yes. AM. Yes. <laughs> I have gotten so into the that Muppets band, and I just can't stop listening to it. I've listened to a song called "Can You Picture That" about two dozen times over the last week. I can't get enough of this band, and I found out that they actually covered Bohemian Rhapsody. So, Rob, there's two sound clips. Can you go to the first one? We got you guys. Got to check out them covering this song. Sounds good. Sounds real. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> wow. No offense, Russell, but anytime you make fun of me for listening to the MIB Giants, I will not be accepting that criticism thing,
1: really. Dude, it's that. this is so good. I have such... This is the best band in the... The fact that they need to get an album on the top 500 list for Dr. TV, like the man. But the coolest part of this song... And the coolest part of probably the end of Bohemian Rhapsody is the gong, right? So, Rob, play the end of Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem here. <laughs> the gong at the very end. They what a way the to gong. end you the, album stay true to the, the gong. Song, Right, yeah,
2: Chief, remind me to stop setting up these video conferences. <laughs> <laughs> alright,
0: alright. We don't want
1: to get <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so bad. <fine. laughs> wow, Russell. <laughs> I spent, it turns out Ray Charles was on the Muppets a few times and he sang with Kermit the Frog, but I couldn't really get a good take and it didn't have Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, but just I'm giving our listeners a warning. There is a search going on every week now for Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem to get them on the episode. I love it.
0: That's what we need, Russell. Another bit on the show that we need to do every week. Definitely (laughs) a good idea. (laughs) Next up a song called my country tis of thee okay it's not called anything else <laughs> god this is an instrumental out,
2: right
0: no it's god save queen this song it's i gotta admit i think it's kind of fun to hear it
1: i i, it I wish you would have it. ended on the gong i wish you would have ended on the gong that's I like the that. perfect ending to a song in the whole album right this is pretty good, though. It's pretty badass.
2: badass. It's definitely fun. It is really I feel fucking like... fun, like, when the U.S. played England in the World Cup, to hear this song and the Star Spangled Banner. That is a great anthem matchup. That's, it's
0: awesome. All right, let's get into the rating system. That and then Jimi
2: Hendrix's Star Spangled Banner. Oh, yes. Yeah. Favorite of the
0: show. The very popular. Star-Spangled Banner, not that great of a song. Hot take. Listening to all the other national anthems at the World Cup, I was like, some of them are pretty badass. Yeah, they don't make me have great. to sing too high. Including Did I ever tell you Canada. guys I used to practice? I told you this, right? I used Canada to practice I used to practice the national anthem in my shower all the time because I was a teacher at a school. So I just want to be clear of what my age was. I was a teacher at a school and I would go to basketball games and I was like, what if they can't do the national anthem and they need somebody out of the crowd to sing it. I want to be ready. Now I want to repeat. I was about 28 at the time where I was doing this. We had a, uh, we had an English teacher, Mr. Weeby, at Richfield who had to do it a couple of times. He would just, he would do the scorebook (sighs) for basketball games. Legitimately. They couldn't get it. He would just picked
1: up the, the, the uh, mic and started singing. Guys, I would, I would have thought they would have asked the broomball coach, Kim Niederlucky. <laughs> Kim Niederlucky? Nope. Didn't ask no. her.
0: Didn't ask her. Nope. Why not? <laughs> we knew so many. Had Mr. Weeby? So oh, many ritual yeah. teachers now. Guys,
1: that's why I'm part of the Smart
0: Club, so, because I knew, because <laughs> I was able to sing it in Planning Ahead, actually. So. Aaron, did you ever
1: cool. sing, sing sing God Save the Queen or the National Anthem at an event? I don't know that I did. I I might've done the anthem at something here and there,
2: here here and there, but it wasn't something I got asked to do very often. Maybe that says something about my career. (laughs) Listen, if you think this album belongs at
0: 128, okay, this is the perfect place for it. Okay. A night at the opera. Ah, yes. Good. Finally, 128. This is the perfect place for it. It's a great album. Fun, funky. Well, not really funky, but fun and weird and like mystic. I think it's fun. If you think this is the case, if you think it's perfect, uh, rolling well-toned, okay? If you think this album should be higher up on the list, okay, guys, it's got a Bohemian Rhapsody. It should be way higher on the list. That would be a rolling bone. It got bone. So that'd be a higher number? Actually, that would be a lower number because, again, oh. we are doing this podcast and it's just getting worse and worse as we go. So something to think about, okay? Uh, and is this or is this a rolling groan? You did not care for this. You did not think it was very good. Uh, Let me know, Aaron, what do you think? Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown?
2: I think this album is super fun and weird. It's the album that launched 1,000 high school show choir shows. We've not Mm -hmm. really heard anything else like it since maybe Sgt. Pepper or the White Album. Um, Freddie's voice is is Freddie's voice. It's the only one like it. So I think it is Rolling Well-Toned. You're going to die, bitch. Not that Freddy, it's a different Freddy you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Mercury. I guess I should be clear I was talking about Freddie Mercury. Now, picture so this, real.
0: okay, and I don't <laughs> like doing these bits right during the rating system, because they usually go off the rails, but what if I fell asleep tonight and in my dreams was Freddy Krueger in the front of Queen? I think it would sound a little something like this. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, bitch. <laughs> Did he really say bitch that often? I've never seen a friend. Oh yeah, he was always saying that. Did Freddy Krueger? Not respectful.
1: Some of the What is, what is, what is knife, scissor hand, just cut up microphone cords left and right though. And <laughs> he, like, can you imagine him at live oh. aid and he's prancing through the middle of the. That's no, not going to work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of anything else the queen would say. We will rock you bitch. Nailed it. Okay. Good job. Everybody, way to come together on that and support me with my bit. Thank you so much. It's too late, Rob. It's too late. To... <sighs> it's never too late, man. Matt. Matt, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan? Uh, I think this is rolling well toned. I mean, you know, I think we're getting to the point, obviously, where uh, it was real easy in the first call, it forty to fifty to see how influential these albums were. I think it, it's hard for me to know if it was that influential. Uh, before Wayne's World, or if you know the whole world now knows Bohemian Rhapsody because of Wayne's World and all that stuff, that's my take on uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right, whether other people knew it or not, I knew nothing about it until Wayne's World. I think it's like one of the greatest movie scenes ever when they're driving around, so singing yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. loved it. So for that reason, I think uh, it's rolling well toned at uh, one twenty seven here. Russell, what do you think?
1: Rolling well bone, rolling boned, rolling well toned, or rolling grown. For me, this is everything I want in an album on this list. It's such an adventure. The songs are all over the place. There's all these cool instruments. You have an amazing frontman, an amazing singer. And like the guys playing the instruments are, this is just badass. And every song is interesting to me. I never got bored. We've had so many recently where you get about halfway through it. I'm like, I need a break from this one. I could just keep listening to this thing over and over. So for me, it's rolling boned. I think it should be higher on the list. For me, it's way higher on the list. I don't really get why it's not way higher. I just don't know if it's not enough of a concept album or what the deal is, but I, I I, love this. I'll come back and listen to it over and over. College Vibe album?
0: No, right? It's too all over the place. Right? I mean, if you could yeah, cut I it up. Yeah, yeah, you'd have you... to think about it. I don't know. I don't know if this is I, going I, on the win app.
1: I would just love the, the, the Rob sitting in his room and all the people are coming in. He's like,
2: love of my love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey guys come on over hey it's a screw tonight great let's go out what are we gonna do go bowling or screw
2: i think probably a college vibe album now i think when we were in college it was still bohemian rhapsody was still too too fresh from the rare- Wayne's world point. experience that we just would have been like oh you're just you know
1: and I don't know if eighteen-year-olds, when we were kids, were into like the jangle piano, ukuleles, and stuff like that. I I, no. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's. That only
0: chord, gets man. normal when you're forty-two years old, Russell, to get way into the pin piano and look up maybe a <laughs> list about it. Normal stuff. <laughs> you did. It. Stuff. You made it. Listen, guys, I'm into it. Unfortunately, you're all wrong. Okay, this Shit. song is a rolling recorded off the radio station. Uh, record off the stage shown? This is the first song I ever recorded off of 106.9 KROC. I can still remember the DJ talking at the end of the song. I think about it every time. And it just started my trend of not of using other people's intellectual property without ever paying a dime. Okay? <laughs> Whether it's me downloading movies to for my kids, using Winamp College, or photocopying textbooks at work. I love to take something that someone has worked hard on and use for my own gain and pay absolutely nothing, except for this podcast, which, of course, is educational and is making a critique and is therefore fair use. So, something to think about. Next up, that was good timing. Next up, we're recording an episode or two in Vegas, okay, if it all goes well. Okay, we yes. may have some edibles. So we have to pick a normal album Okay, let's just pick a normal album That's not nice. going to weird us out Okay, when we're all in somebody's okay. hotel room Okay, it's not going to be overpowering Okay, it's just a normal oh, album God. Let's look to see what it is uh, Let's see here Oh, good, it's The Wall by Pink Floyd <laughs> yes.
1: when you wanna hear about the greatest Mother, do online. you think they'll make me drop the ball? Just too lazy to look it up online Mother, do you think they'll try to break my balls? <laughs>
0: I like the idea of you guys coming into my hotel room after I've been in an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's the only meal I've had all day. Beck did
1: it better. Hey, I know, Matt, we're supposed to meet tomorrow to watch the game, but don't worry. I'll be there on time. I I, I found my my keys right there on my five skin, so I'll be there. <laughs> oh, God, he's shaking the keys. Ugh. <laughs> it's time to
4: say... <laughs>
0: <laughs> goodbye man i love friends you know what that's what i'm going to call this group chat that we're in